Welcome to another Saint of the Day Mental Prayer for July 23rd. Today's Saint is Bridget of Sweden. Bridget of Sweden had visions of Jesus who asked her to start an order of nuns that would constantly pray for the church. Before we begin, make sure you hit that like and that share button. It's absolutely free with a money back guarantee. So go ahead and like and share. It'll really help me out and it'll help other people to find these videos and podcasts. If you're on iTunes, please leave a review. Thank you so much. We're going to start with our enlightenment prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. St. Birgitta was the daughter of Uplands Lagman, Birger Peterson, and his wife Ingeborg who was a member of the same clan as the reigning family. Brigitte's family was pious. Her father went to confession every Friday and made long and arduous pilgrimages as far away as the Holy Land. Brigitte's mother died, leaving Brigitte 10 years old, Catherine 9, and a newborn baby boy, Israel. The children were sent to their maternal aunt for further education and care. It seems that as a young child, Brigitte had a dream and vision of Jesus as the man of sorrows. This dream was very vivid. Brigitte asked him who had done the Brigitte asked him who had punished him by beating him and making him bloody. His answer, quote, all those who despise my love, unquote. The memory of this dream never left Brigitte and may have even left an indelible mark on her soul. As was usual during the Middle Ages, Brigitte was married when she was 13 years old to a young man, Ulf Gudmarsson, with whom she had eight children, four daughters and four sons. All of them survived infancy and that was very rare at that time. When the King of Sweden, Magnus Eriksson, married Blanche of Namor, he asked his kinswoman, Brigitte, to come and be lady-in-waiting and to teach the young queen the language and customs of her new country. After her years of service at court, Brigitte and Ulf made the long pilgrimage to Santiago de Compostela. On the, on the return journey, Ulf became dangerously ill in Arras. Brigitte feared for his death and sat all night by his bed praying, and then a bishop appeared to her, promised that Ulf would recover, and God had great things for her to do. He told her that he was Dennis, patron of France. Ulf recovered and was able to continue his work as lagman in the province of Narke until early in the year 1344, when he was very ill again, so Brigitte took him to the monks at Alvastra, where he died and was buried. Brigitte remained in a little house near the abbey and she spent long hours in prayer by Ulf's grave. She said, I loved him like my own body. She arranged her affairs among her children and various charities and prayed for guidance. 
She was 41 years old and in the Abbey of Alvastra, God called her to be his bride and his canal. He gave her the task of founding a new religious order mainly for women. He said that the other orders had fallen into decay and this new order would be a vineyard whose wine would revivify the church. He showed her how her abbey church was to be built, gave directions concerning the clothing and prayer of the nuns, 60 in all, who needed priests as chaplains, 13 priests, 4 deacons, and 8 lay brothers. These two communities were to be ruled by an abbess who was to represent the Blessed Virgin Mary together with the apostles in the upper room in Jerusalem. King Magnus Eriksson donated a little palace and much land to the new monastery, but almost as soon as she had begun altering the palace and organizing the work, Christ appeared to her and asked her to go to Rome and wait there until she got the Pope to return from France to Rome. This was known as the Avignon Papacy, where the, the popes, for numerous political reasons, ended up moving to Avignon, France, instead of living in um, in Rome, where, you know, the popes had been for a thousand years. So our, our blessed Lord wanted her to get the pope to return to Rome. She was to be there during the holy year of 1350. Brigitte left Sweden at the end of 1349 and never returned. For the rest of her life, she saw visions concerning the reform of the church, messages to kings and popes and many other persons in high places. She directed them to work for the church. It may be noted that Brigitte never wrote in the first person. She always said that she carried a message from a very high lord. Although she had longed to become a nun, she never even saw the monastery in Vatstina. In fact, nothing she set out to do was ever realized. She never had the Pope return to Rome permanently. She never managed to make peace between France and England. She never saw any nun in the habit that Christ had shown her, and she never returned to Sweden, but died worn out and old, far from home, in July 1373. She can be called the patroness of failures. In this, she was like her Lord. He was also classed as failure as he hung on the cross. Brigitte was a successful failure as she was canonized in 1391. Brigitte was one of the first women to found a religious order, which was called Ordo Sanctissimi Salvatoris. It was an order primarily for women with permanent chaplains ruled by an abbess. The order spread swiftly through Europe with monasteries from Scandinavia right through Europe down to Italy. And now for our reflection. St. Bridget had constant visions of Jesus who asked her to start an order of nuns and to constantly pray for the church. We're going to Sit quietly and think about what St. Bridget's life means to you.
All right, quick recap. St. Bridget had constant visions of Jesus who asked her to start an order of nuns and to constantly pray for the church. What does her life mean to you? All right, moving on. Sit quietly and consider this. How can you live holier based on St. Bridget's life? She had constant visions of Jesus who asked her to start an order of nuns and to constantly pray for the church. How can you live holier based on her life? Alright, quick recap. St. Bridget had constant visions of Jesus who asked her to start an order of the church and to pray for the church. How can you live holier based on her life? All right, now we're going to move on to our Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou and in thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. Now for our resolution, the most important part of mental prayer, the thing that makes it so different and so much more beneficial than other forms of prayer is the fact that we're not only praying to God, we're not only reflecting on some spiritual topic, but we're also resolving to change our lives by avoiding sin. So based on this reflection, you should resolve to avoid every sin you can through the power of our blessed Lord and the help of your guardian angel. But you should especially resolve to avoid one of the seven deadly sins, which are as follows. Lust, envy, gluttony, greed, wrath, pride, and sloth. 
Find more information about the seven deadly sins at sdkason.com sin. And now for our resolution and midday prayer. My God, I offer thee these resolutions, unless thou deignest to bless them, I cannot be faithful to them. And Lord Jesus Christ, at midday you mounted the cross for our salvation. Give us your light, which will bring us to eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, and share. Subscribe to my newsletter at sdkason.com slash subscribe. And until next time, stay holy my friends.